lost George at the end for a moment, but we just wanted to anyway sign off and just say rest in peace and prayers out to the Bryant family, the other families involved, um, legends, and, uh, you know, just a tragic event. Um, prayers to everyone. And, you know, like I said at the end of the podcast is uh, for those that yell Kobe when they shoot something, keep doing that and let the tradition live on. Uh, thanks for listening and um, uh, stay safe out there. Bye. Um, all right. Uh, an awful Sunday afternoon and uh, not a reason that we'd be wanting to record a podcast. Um, uh, Kobe Bryant, his daughter, and it sounds like seven others have died in a plane crash in Calabasas. Helicopter crash, but helicopter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, same doesn't matter. But um... yeah, uh, it's a uh, one of the most shocking pieces of sports news, and and you know, news in general. It's just awful to hear about the children, about a legend like Kobe Bryant, and just an unforeseen, you know, situation. Yeah, um, it's it's probably. I mean, I'm. You know, it's not hyperbole to say this is the the biggest shocking news in my life in sports history, at least ever since I've watched the news. And we've never really had a young legend pass away. Um, a lot of times, you know, maybe someone dies, you know, when they're much older, when it's time for them to go and their life becomes more of a celebration, more than a mourning moment. But I mean, this is this is someone who it's hard to like put it into the correct words and correct context. This is someone who's kind of been around almost my whole life. Ever since I started watching sports, he was kind of the first guy in the internet era. He came out of high school. We kind of saw Kobe Bryant's whole life before our eyes. We literally know, saw everything about Kobe Bryant's life. We saw him come into the league as a kid, leave as an adult, and now, unfortunately, passed away. And he, even before he passed away, he was still in our lives really actively, even as a retired athlete. Well, yeah, I guess a couple things for me is, one, you know, I just posted on Instagram saying, I'm in shock. This is like the Michael Jordan of my generation, right? I'm in my mid-20s. When Michael Jordan was winning, I'm four or five years old, right? I yeah. mean, uh, the next guy that was closest to Michael Jordan, regardless of you think you know Shaq was a better player or Tim Duncan whoever but the closest thing to the Michael Jordan of my generation was Kobe then LeBron right so we're talking one of the three probably he's one of the three people that people our age can relate to as like the athlete of their generation Mm -hmm. and and as you said this is one of the first times we've seen a shocking tragic death for somebody of this magnitude um that comes in this sort of way um i I was i've been talking everybody has right talking to your friends and families and significant others about this today me and my my girlfriend were just talking about how most deaths at this stage which are also unfortunate but they come from overdose or from like a lot of celebrity deaths that are young come from really unfortunate overdose, mental health issues, you know, some wild things like that. It's pretty rare. The situation that we have now is one of the greatest athletes of our generation. One of the greatest players to ever play basketball died in a 
helicopter crash, right? Yeah. At a I young mean, age. I mean, that's so not only, usually. I mean, I was like, we, this is way before our time. But the only time you could actually think of something even similar to this remotely is when Roberto Clemente from Pittsburgh Pirates um, got his 3,000th hit and the next day flew out to, um, I forget, to Nicaragua to on a private plane to deliver supplies and got in a, uh, who, they were going through an earthquake tragedy and got in a plane crash and died the same one day after the season ended um, and one day after he retired. It's pretty insane. And that's where... I guess a lot of the sadness comes is you talk about retirement is I think one of the biggest pieces of news today that we saw was about how Kobe was kind of on a second act. Right. And Kobe said this himself that he just started to finally like live life. Right. He went from every single day grinding from 4am to 10 o'clock at night basketball. And I remember an interview he had with Yahoo sports of Shams uh, Sharanya. He was like, all of a sudden you flash by it's 20 years. He's like, once I retired, I was able to finally take time with my family and reflect more and kind of really start living my life. And now it's what, two, three years past that. And he passes away at the age of 41 and, and the other families involved was a mom and a dad with their daughter and they're leaving behind another two kids. And you have Kobe Bryant and his daughter and they're, they're left by his three other daughters and his wife. And, this is like a tragedy that has unfolded bigger than we've seen in a, in a long time. Yeah. You know, um, you know, we have a lot of times and we hear this saying that everyone's been using now more than an athlete. Right. I mean, we keep, keep, we keep hearing people say I'm more than an athlete. I'm more than an athlete. I'm more than an athlete. And Kobe Bryant's never really actually come out and said that, but if you actually want to take a look at this whole more of an athlete thing, it's Kobe Bryant, the way he conducted himself. Can you repeat that? I'm sorry. I was saying we keep hearing the words, you know, a lot of people have been, you know, have that motto, more than an athlete, more than an athlete, more than an athlete. And in a way, even though Kobe Bryant's never really been into politics or ever said anything about politics or anything like that he was more than an athlete for what he did off the court as far as trying to get into movies uh being a really really good dad um kind of pushing now this you know it was just a few days ago we heard um that clip about oh i think a woman one day can play in the WNBA that was literally 3 4 days ago on our website we had that article up and it's like he's kind of is that vision of more than an athlete, right? I mean, mm-hmm. he, the guy was very, very well um, spoken in multiple languages. Like he used to speak Italian and uh, he speaks, uh, I forgot what, he learned a different language reportedly to talk uh, trash to one of it, to an opponent. And like the guy was very, very much more than just a basketball player. He was an ambassador for the game, an ambassador on being he's such a, class act off the court um here after his retirement so like i i don't know it's just it just hits home in so many different ways yeah i mean you mentioned the movies and the fatherhood and the WNBA, and i think even further is when you say more than an athlete i mean he won an oscar not just yeah. he didn't just try to get into these things we're talking about a guy that gave it 110 percent for everything that he ever tried and that's including post-career trying to do something with short films wins an oscar wants to be a great dad and he successfully is he opens the mamba academy and he coaches his daughter in basketball every day and 
and part of the tragic news. That's the daughter that we've seen the most in the news. Uh, I know that's the, the one, one that who who's probably holds his legacy. Yeah, the most. Like, and he said that he actually. No, said that. remember it was yeah, it was on Jimmy Kimmel where they're like, oh, you need a son, you need a son, and she was like, I can, I'm holding that legacy, and he's like, yeah, she is. This one's different, yeah. and that's his. You know, that was his. That's his go-to, the one that he was playing basketball. He was coaching her. He was with her every day. And I, I'm sure he loves his daughters all the same. But I'm just yeah. saying in general. She's the like, oldest one, so she's like actually. No, no, she's, she's not the oldest one. Oh, she's Sorry. not? That was a weird report. Yeah, she's 13. The oldest one's 17. Okay. okay uh, Vanessa. Or not Vanessa. That's the wife. Uh, I forgot her name. But she's not the oldest one. That's what a lot of people thought. But she's not the oldest. There's a 17-year-old, 13-year-old, 3-year-old, and 7-month-old, which is just. It's also tragic. The 17-year-old understands, but you have a three-year-old and a seven-month-old that might never know who their father was or their sister. Yeah. And oh my God, I mean, yeah. And just, I can't even imagine the the emotions, the the feelings that his family is going through right now. The wife and the rest of his kids. Yeah, a couple. I mean, a couple key points here. I know this is just. Uh, this is the one of the first times ever something like this has happened where I feel like it just hits home to everybody, right? Yeah. Families, parents that barely even watch sports. Uh, someone like our yeah, mother our, knows. Our mom is like, cause like she saw Kobe on TV a little earlier and uh, she was just told me like, oh, when I see him on TV, my heart hurts. I'm like, yeah. Well, yeah. Like, you, I mean, especially for us, like she grew up like with us, you know, talking about Kobe Bryant. That's not, yeah, it's exactly, it's not just our mom saying all moms around the world, right? Like, he's the Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant. Uh, you know, I, I asked my girlfriend even is if I could, if I told you a name of basketball players, how many could you actually put a face to? Kobe's one of those five people that she mentioned, like LeBron, yeah, Kobe, course. Jordan, maybe one Magic Johnson, maybe Shaq. That's what she said. Like, you know, it's like, oh, that's one of the people that, even if you don't watch sports, you kind of know who Kobe is and you know that face. And I think this one just hits home differently. Everybody feels some type of way. It's the, you know, not just because it's Kobe Bryant, but it's also just, it's life. You know, you see why today, why does he get up today with his daughter and those other families aboard and, and why, why has this happened today? Right. And it's just, it's, it's a tragedy and, you saw the impact that it's left through the NBA. And that's, I guess, one thing that I actually, before that, um, another thing is just sad, you know, like the family found out via TMZ, which like you said, it's life that's happens. Right. But it's yeah, just like, like, I know a lot of people had a problem with that, but like, I, I also don't blame an organization like TMZ or even like ourselves where, you know, you hear a report and it's not that you're tr- like what you want to kind of get it out there because it's it's news, it's important, it's it's an it's an important thing. So I mean, I don't and I don't think my my problem with the people who had a problem with TMZ actually reporting it is this: Do you think TMZ actually didn't knew whether or not that his family knew? They probably didn't know. They don't know his family, unfortunately. Like, not to sound insensitive, but like it's not like they knew his family to know whether or not they knew about. Correct. And also, potentially them reporting it uh, as bad as it is uh, might have helped lead to confirming faster for the families that were worried, people that were worried about maybe their loved ones crashed. Or, yeah. I guess at the end of the day, something has to be reported, right? So it got it reported. But, yeah, I mean, um, it's unfor- unfortunate, yes, but um, it's reality. I'm- yeah. 
Uh, and I guess one thing that is really big today that I don't understand is all I've seen is people crying on basketball courts. I've seen coaches crying. I've seen Doc River cry and lose his voice crying, saying, I have to go tell these guys to go play a game right now. It's, I don't understand I, the reasoning behind the NBA not canceling all their games. Uh, I know there's money. I know it's scheduling problems, but doesn't it matter. feels, there, there, feels there's, wrong. There's, there's circumstances. That, like, it's wrong. It's completely wrong. It's insensitive. Uh, it, they, they messed this up. Yeah, and, you know, I guess one thing that's really important to me, and I know it's important, they say it's important recently for all athletes, is mental health. And, you know, that's something I strongly, I have a passion talking about sometimes because, I, you know, people just suffer from anxiety or panic attacks or depression. Uh, with a league that's, that has so much support towards mental health, I just think it's, it's wrong, given the mental health crisis we go through in this world, to have tell them to kind of suck it up and go play when this is a type of moment you should say, Hey, we're just going to put an end to all this today and take time to reflect. Yeah. So I thought that was a little wrong um, for someone that really strongly, you know, has strong feelings about mental health awareness. Like that, that just feels, it feels wrong. I mean, there's guys that chose not to play Kyrie Irving, a guy who we give a lot of flack sometimes, but, I don't blame him for this. They said he was at the stadium and just left and never came back. I'm not, that's yeah. a close friend of his. Like you see people getting off planes crying and LeBron James and you see commentators not being able to talk during their broadcast. I don't see the purpose of having them play the games. Yeah. I really um, don't. It's horrible. And it's just so weird. Uh, so Tuesday night, Lakers Clippers play at Staples center kind of, very interesting, actually, that that's the two teams that are going to be playing the first time, and it, they're going to be honoring Dr. Bus that night, supposedly, and now, obviously, be honoring Kobe Bryant. It's, that's going to be an emotional night, and I'm sure there'll be something in store from the players or something to honor Kobe Bryant in a really positive so. way. I mean, there's going to be in some way. I don't yeah. know what it is. And I'm sure the Lakers and Clippers will... Um, will come together to do that. Um, it's, it's just tragic. I saw someone tweet that maybe the, they're thinking for the two all-star teams, one of them will I was wear, about to mention this, yeah. You wear all eight and the other will wear all 24. I think that's great. Um, I would, re- I would actually seen... retire number 24 or eight or both in the NBA for, for the rest of eternity, actually. Yeah, uh, I think that might be tough. They probably should pick one. Probably yeah, probably one. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I I agree, though, and I think they should do that for the All-Star game. I did see a petition, and I, I retweeted this. I actually don't think this would be bad. Um, to change the NBA logo to Kobe Bryant. Um, I think that's something that even if you asked Jerry West, he would probably be for it. Um, this yeah. is one of those impactful moments that it's beyond just like, oh, Jerry West on the logo because he was a good player. Mm-hmm. This is one of those moments that I think something like that for Kobe might be worth doing like to change the logo to him, to a silhouette of him, because I think it'd be a great way to honor him. Yeah. Personally. I, I, I agree. And um, yeah, man, I mean, I, I, I really don't have much more to say, to be honest with you. It's, it's just, I, I think everyone's at a loss of words. There's no, 
you know, this is like you said the first time. You don't have anything to say here. Like, you can't be like, is this the, oh, my God, um, it's drugs or alcohol. It, it, it was a helicopter freak accident. Yeah, and I guess that's one thing that I'm not interested. That's the wrong word, but I do want to find out more is what happened, right? Like, yeah. just flying too low? Was it a malfunction? Was it – that's – you know, did the pilot fall asleep? Like, how does that even happen? Yeah, uh, I saw something online from the FAA that's a mechanical. It's def, It's it was a mechanical. It was, but what was mm. that mechanical problem is still not known. unknown. Yeah, it's so sad. But yeah, um, but, but it guess, was mechanical. Is from what yeah. from the reports. I guess we'll find out more. I guess there's two more things I kind of wanted to mention. It's just for me, is one, you know, Kobe is one of those players that gave me one of those memories where I knew where I was and I never forget it. Yep. I was just messaging my friends from California about his 60, 61, whatever it was, point performance, his last game against the Jazz. We were at my old house in Orange County and we remember just we had the TV on. Everybody was freaking out just how amazing this was going, right? Like me and my friends were just like, no way, another one when he's at 30 and then 40 and then 50. And you, it was one of those moments where a day like today, you sit back and you just, you know, in a negative way and in a positive way, but you can sit back and remember moments, like remember the good times, the memories that it that sports even in general and Kobe Bryant in this case that can bring with friends and families and significant others, the impact it leaves on people's lives mm-hmm. and memories. Uh, I feel like for me, I'm the type of person, a lot of my major memories of like the, where were you moments are sports for me, you know, and that's Kobe has one of those probably has more than one. If I think about it deeper, you know, but yeah. it's a big impact that sports has on the world and on your life. I know. I actually have a couple of stories here right now. Um, I saw, so Sharif O'Neal, uh, uh, Shaquille O'Neal's son, said to, and was showing his text messages today. Him and uh, I saw that. It's an Instagram DM, I think. Instagram DM between him. And, and it seemed like, look, whatever was going on between Kobe and Shaq back in the day and how much you know beef they had. It really obviously had made no difference. Though. Made no difference. Um, and they are not a fight anymore. And he's able to get over the. They got past that stuff. And it's man, it's I, I, I'm out. I'm out of words. It's just it's unbelievable. I mean, it's spread everywhere. You saw soccer players like Neymar tonight um, score a goal and put up two, the number two and four to honor Kobe Bryant. The Grammys right now, uh, they came on stage and said tonight's for Kobe. Um, it, it's unbelievable. It is. I, I can't believe what's happening. Um, I guess the last thing that I wanted to say here is my girlfriend just sent me a Instagram that says, to the generation who grew up shouting Kobe, anytime they threw something, don't yeah, stop doing it. Don't let the tradition die. Yeah, it's true. But I think that's a yeah. good way to go out here. I yeah, mean, and um, it, you know what, man? Like, once again, we're going to be like, it, it's so crazy to think about it now about the 
the scouting report for Kobe Bryant's draft, man. Like that, that'll never be like that. Kind of be my biggest memory of him. Like, you know what I mean? The the NBA draft Kobe scouting report is so like so crazy. Very good athlete, good all around the game, workaholic, doesn't get along with teammates. Like it's kind of like looking at it now. And what made me think about it the most is the change. Like it goes to show like he was so self aware because like after his after his career, he became like